Well, needing no introduction, after he just serenaded us, we're now joined by Will Power, driving the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet for the team. This weekend here at Sonoma Raceway, a three-time winner here at the track, also a five-time pole winner. Will, so far, pretty good weekend start to the weekend for you so far, fourth overall on the on the overall time charts, considering both first and second practices. And, and obviously moving into qualifying, which is something you're, you're very experienced and successful at here at Sonoma. What, in your opinion, makes the perfect qualifying lap here at the track? Yeah, it's, it's going to be very difficult. Um, track's very low grip. Obviously, we have uh, less downforce this year. And um, it's just so hard to put a mistake-free lap together. I'm not sure anyone did. Maybe Joseph did. But, um, uh, yeah, so it will be a very interesting qualifying session. As you can see, it's very tight at the front. And then the middle pack is very tight. It's just tight all the way through. And um, that's just IndyCar now. You can't pick a bad driver out of that lot. You look at the rookie award, that's super impressive first time out. That guy's definitely got some talent. And you see, you know, your fellow championship contenders also up there on the time charts. What are some things that you're noticing from from them just as you were running out there and practice with them today? Yeah, obviously, uh, Dixon and Rossi are, are very strong. You know, it's just, just a matter of who got a clean lap and who didn't. It's uh, You've literally got two laps on tires and then it's done. If you didn't get it done in that point, at that time, you're, uh, you're never going to get it. So, um, you know, it, it's hard to time that perfectly to get a, a run without mistakes and getting traffic. So it's sort of hard to tell who's where, but, uh, you know, it gives you a pretty good indication. I know you've been asked this a thousand times, but it's no secret you need a lot of things to go very right for you in the race in order to clinch your next series championship. What are your thoughts heading into this weekend in general? Are you just – you never really know what we can have, and we just saw a race in Portland where Scott Dixon was almost taken out on the first lap. Are you prepared for that to happen? And if so, to, to take advantage of an opportunity like that? Yeah, I mean, it w yeah, it would be just an amazing occurrence for that to happen, like to have an engine issue or a gearbox issue, uh, yeah, which can happen. I've had both this year. Um, and then you need Rossi to have a bad day as well. So obviously it's pretty stacked against us, but all we can do is just focus on – putting ourselves in a position to win, um, which, you know, the others we can't control. Questions for Will. Yes, Bruce. If one of the four drivers was going to win the pole, run the table, lead the most laps, and win the race, don't you think that would more than likely be you that would do that out of the other three? Well, uh, no. I mean, if you look at Dick, uh, uh, Newgarden, is a very good round here, and he's in the same car. And he won it last year. Oh, no, he didn't win last year. Sorry. Pagano did. And Simon, obviously, and my other teammate. But, but yeah, that's what needs to happen. Um, you know, we need to put it all together to, um, you know, be on pole, lead the laps, all that stuff. But got some fierce competition. So just got to focus on my job and see if I can nail that. David? Follow-up, are you doing – do you f pretty much feel like Scott Dixon did in 2015 when Montoya came in here with the big lead and Dixon had to pretty much go out there and run the table and win the championship? Yeah, I mean, Dixon, I remember that, and he took – he was able to take risk on restarts and, and went for it while we kind of 
got in each other's way, actually. But uh, um, yes, in that, in that respect, can be quite aggressive. Nothing to lose. Obviously, Scott's got the most to lose, and Rossi really has nothing to lose too. I mean, he he need, he he's probably just going to absolutely go for it as well because he probably has to win the race to win. David, um, your uh, sec, I think uh, sector two is where you were missing out to uh, Joseph on your best run. Uh, is uh, uh, did you make a mistake or uh, yeah? Uh, yes, some of the I did. Um, yeah, sector. It must be uh, turn four. I just have terrible breaks at the moment. Like just just losing everything on breaks. Like it's just bad set of breaks. It's really frustrating how you got to go through breaks and find a good set. But that's what I have right now. Okay. Uh, and I was also going to follow that up with: Have you detected any difference between uh, Chevys and Hondas so far uh, regarding strengths at different parts yeah. of the track? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it's such a handling track. You know, the engine hardly comes into play. It's just such a drivability handling track. It's such a low grip. And we'll take our last question for Will from Patrick. Uh, Will, I was just going to ask you, uh, is there anything they could really do, uh, like tire-wise or whatever, to make this track give you a little more grip back? Or yeah. is it just kind of you got what you got? Yeah, well, yeah, you could resurface the track. Uh, that would give you a lot of grip, but um, you know, it's not—it's just that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It means it's challenging, which is good for drivers, and it's hard to get the setup right and put the lap together. So, you know, I don't mind that. That's a good thing. Hopefully, it creates good racing. Will, thank you very much. Yeah, we appreciate you. your time. Joined also by our points leader, Scott Dixon, driving the number nine PNC Bank Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing Teams. Third in the overall speed charts today, combining first and second practices. A three-time race winner here and also a pole winner here at Sonoma Raceway. So, Scott, we've been talking about this championship contention, points battle, everything for over a week now since we exited Portland. So now you're here, you're on track, you, you got your first and second practices in today. What are some things that you're noticing from the car heading into this weekend? Uh, it's definitely difficult. You know, I think uh, everybody has probably mentioned that, you know, the, the conditions are tough. Um, you know, I don't think the tracks, you know, change too much. It's weathered a little bit over the years. Um, you know, the surface, I think, is getting pretty slippery. Uh, but then, you know, to have almost, uh, I don't know what, we're 30% down maybe on downforce here. So it, uh, it definitely exposes the car a lot. Um, you know, so mechanical situation is, is uh, you know, something that we really tried to focus on, I think, throughout the year, even in development stuff uh, coming into Sonoma, um, which at the moment seems to have helped. You know, tomorrow could, could be different. It will depend to see uh, or see how the other, you know, the competition does. But, yeah, really hard to, to you know, get braking correct and, and, you know, even the difference from, you know, your first, second to third, fourth lap is, is, uh, is pretty intense. So, um, hopefully we get it right tomorrow. It's going to be tough. We can see a pretty big spread already in the speeds today, which is, uh, which is pretty interesting. And it's pretty cool to see, uh, you know, Indy Lights champion up there too. Questions for Scott? Yes, Bruce. Scott, you did a quick spring change there at the end on the rear. What were you guys trying to accomplish? Uh, faster car. 
<laughs> that's uh, <laughs> always going for a faster car, man. Uh, no, I think we're just trying to, for tomorrow, you know, I think that the temperature here is pretty critical, even from, you know, this morning to this afternoon, you know, we noticed some pretty big balance shifts. Uh, and it was more just to try and understand, you know, if we can manipulate it a little bit more, um, you know, whether it's for the reds or the blacks or, or uh, you know, weather tomorrow. So, yeah, just trying to trying to get through uh, the motions and try and find, uh, you know, some more gains if we can. David. Um, it's been uh, quite a year of uh, unparalleled uh, reliability for you, Scott. Uh, I mean, you had you know, a bad run at Iowa, uh, but generally it's been great. Um, it, in terms of the odds of uh, something happening at some point in the season, does that leave you waiting for like the, you know, the, the axe to fall tomorrow? Uh, I was trying not to think about things like that. Thank you. Um, I don't know. We had some pretty miserable races at the start of the year, and some pretty big mistakes, and and some you know pretty bad luck. I think in, in strategy, you know, uh, where we had, you know had podium going in Long Beach, same in Barber, um, you know, Indianapolis. We we hammered it in qualifying, but the car was 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 good in the race. You know, I think you can ask any driver. There's many scenarios and situations throughout the season that. Yeah, we could have done that better, or we could have had some more luck here and there. Uh, I found, you know, during the course of the year, it kind of evens its way out. But um, yeah, I don't know. We, I can't change that, so I'm not really going to think about it. We just keep our head down and try and make the most of it. Any final questions for Scott before we let him go? <laughs> Scott, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. And we'll welcome in Joseph Newgarden driving the number one Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet. Joseph, I know that, uh, excuse me, second fastest overall on the uh, timesheets this morning and afternoon. Joseph, I know you, you didn't get any practice time, actually, in practice one today. Were, it seems like you guys were able to work past that issue and actually set a pretty fast lap in, in practice two. Yeah. Am I on? Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I think we were okay. I, you know, we tested here last week, so we were pretty ready to go. Um, it was difficult this afternoon, to be honest. When I first went out, I wasn't very happy the first run, and then we made really good progress the second run and, um, you know, seemed pretty decent compared to last week. I mean, I, we were happy with our cars when we tested here last Thursday, so um, we felt optimistic coming into the weekend, and now we're just trying to, you know, go through the motions and, you know, make the right steps all the way up to the end of Sunday. That's kind of what you do on a race weekend. You know, you try to make the right decisions every day. So it was a pretty decent start. Um, now we just got to put it together tomorrow and, and uh, Sunday on race day. And joined also by Alexander Rossi driving the number 27 Napa Auto Parts Honda for Andretti Autosport. 11th fastest on the overall timesheets this afternoon. Alex, I know that uh, you probably wish you were a little higher up on the speed charts, but are you happy with what you're seeing from the car so far and heading into qualifying tomorrow? No, um, but I... The, the whole combined thing's weird because overtake in the morning, so I don't really pay attention to that. I think this afternoon's the, the representation. So um, I think we made a step forward this afternoon from, from this morning. And, um, you know, we had the test yesterday, which I thought was really good for us. But this place changes so, so quickly and so often that, um, you know, what you have one day doesn't necessarily uh, transfer completely the next day. So... Um, we definitely have some work to do overnight and, and need to, to put our heads together. It's not the first time we've had a bad Friday, so um, I have a lot of confidence in, in the 27 Napa team that uh, come tomorrow afternoon will be, will be all right. Questions? Yes, Patrick. Um, Alex, let's follow up on that. You say the place changes so much, but almost everybody comes and tests here. It seems like 
do you do you learn anything, or do you need to test seven times and have seven different sets of conditions to try and chase it back and forth? Probably, yeah. I mean, it's uh, the wind. The wind makes a big difference to the car balance. Um, obviously, with with there being dust on the edge of all the track surfaces, I mean that that contributes. Um, yeah, there's the temperature. Obviously, at every track we go to makes a difference. So, yeah, the test is very important because you you definitely cross things off your list, but. In terms of your setup options, I think here it's it's a pretty wide range, um, which is honestly kind of similar to Portland. I think so. It's it's strange that we've had two races like that that are kind of back to back. But um, you know, we'll, we have four cars to to kind of lean off of and and pick apart the the good things. So that's the the positive of being on a big big team, and uh, we'll we'll get it done t tonight and tomorrow. And then pretty either one of you. What about the wind? Uh, do you almost need a meteorologist here because that changes this racetrack considerably? Yeah, I mean, I I think compared to other tracks, this is a um, you know this this it's a big variable here with with just the wind direction. It, it really changes the balance of the car here dramatically compared to other race tracks. So you're always watching it. I mean, it normally flips on you halfway through the race, you know, and then sometimes in qualifying it does that too. So you, you need to pay attention because it can catch you out if you don't you know if you don't catch it when it does change. It, it can it can cause a problem for you. So you're you're always watching it. The team's trying to keep you up to date on it too, just to make sure you uh, you get it right. Other questions for Joseph or Alex? Yes, David. Um, Joseph, what was the problem this morning? Um, that, some uh, sort of fueling issue, you right. know. I, uh, I don't know specifically, but there was a, we, didn't, we weren't able to get our fueling sorted out. Um, so, you know, we didn't even realize it because we were going to run pretty late, so we didn't have a lot of time to work on it, I think was the big deal. I mean, I think when, when we were going to run, there was 20 minutes to go, and then we realized we had a problem. So um, not not a huge setback, in my opinion, just because we were able to test, you know, and that makes a world of a difference. You sort of already know what you have and, and what you want to do. Um, so, it, you know, felt like getting, on, getting back on it this afternoon wasn't really a big deal. Okay. Uh, I also heard you're ill, but those two events of you not, yeah, starting this it's funny like so i had food poisoning last night for sure and right. uh, i've been up all night and my my girlfriend texts me uh as soon as the end of the first session she goes because she thought i was too ill to drive and i go yeah. it's just a coincidence like it's a it just looks funny but no I, it wasn't wasn't because of the sickness it was more because of a car problem so just a coincidence yeah yes sir alexander the we, we always talk about the degradation of the tires Less downforce, is that good or bad for tire wear? Very bad. <laughs> Terrible for tire wear. So, um, yeah, I, it, it's, it's something that we're all thinking about, we're all concerned about. Um, fortunately, it's the same for everyone, right? So it's just about kind of finding a way to, to, to hopefully make the tires last. And it's difficult without a warm-up, for sure. So you're kind of going through practice sessions um, trying to do both things, work on a qualifying car and a race car at the same time. Um, but yeah, I know it's definitely going to be a challenge on Sunday for sure. Bruce. Alex, the importance of qualifying when in the pole, I mean, this is a tough track to pass on. How important is it to really start up front? I mean, I think qualifying is important at, at every track that we go to aside from probably Texas. Um, or Iowa, so I think that you know it, it doesn't really change. I mean, we you you try very hard, and, and you lay it all on the line to get a pole in Portland, Toronto, Long Beach. Here, it doesn't really change. So, um, 
you know, there's there's a lot more options that you have available to you when you start up front. So regardless of whether or not it's hard to pass, you you want to be on the front row and, and preferably on pole. Any final questions for Joseph or Alex? Thanks. Guys, thank you. Appreciate it.